our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Bet on the BetQL network. Nick, Ken, and you. Awesome final hour of the show coming up. Final hour of the show this week, you know, until Sunday. <laughs> so we'll continue with the big ass power hour. Uh, we will have a bunch of time carved out in this hour to hit the Major League Baseball games, the Divisional Series uh, game ones coming up tomorrow, and we'll give you our futures bets as well for the Major League Baseball postseason. But for now, let's get back to week number five in the National Football League. Uh, Jake. Please lay down that wonderful Mario music. Week 5 NFL betting sojourn continues now in Motown, where the Lions host the Carolina Panthers. And it's a pretty clean injury report, Ken, for Carolina. What would really make you feel better if you wanted to bet the Panthers was if Bryce Young was on the injury report. That's kind of mean. It's also true. Uh, but he's not on the injury report. It's pretty clean for the Carolina Panthers. Not so much, though, for the Detroit Lions. Brian Branch, their star rookie and their secondary, is out for this game with the ankle injury sustained in the Thursday night win last week against the Green Bay Packers. The following players are questionable. Taylor Decker and Vitae on the offensive line. Jameer Gibbs is questionable. Josh Reynolds is questionable. Jamison Williams is questionable, though not with an injury. It's like he's they're like ramping him up. We'll see if he plays. He hasn't played yet this season, coming off the gambling suspension. And the big one, 
Amon Ra St. Brown is doubtful with an, with an abdomen injury. And Amon Ra, obviously the best wide receiver on the team, one of the best wide receivers in the league, looking unlikely to play. So the Lions could be down a number of weapons on offense. Just like if these pass catchers all miss for Detroit, it's going to be some combination of like Khalif Raymond and she said she wants some Marvin Jones, some Luther Vandross, along with the stud rookie tight end Sam Laporta. But there's a bad injury report can, uh, here for Detroit. And as such, uh, we've seen Carolina get bet and they're off 10 now. Uh, the point spread currently at BetMGM. Lions favored by nine and a half at home. The total here, Ken, is 44. Yeah, start of the week was uh, was interested in finding ways to play Detroit. That was going to be my strategy late in the week. It's like, well, let's see what the injury reports are. Oh, okay. Um, still think Detroit is very likely to win. It's just now like, why? when would you bet them and where is the market going? I think this is going to be something we talk about on Sunday because I, I think given this injury report, how is this number not likely to go down more? It was 10. Now it's nine and a half. There are nines in a few places. Like, doesn't this feel like Sunday morning? This could be like a seven and a half kind of a thing. And we have to like figure out what to do in this game. Um, if that's the case, my answer would be tease Detroit. Look, it's, it's like, for me, it's pretty straightforward. Detroit can be as beat up as they want in the game. Yes, the market should respond to those injuries. Like nothing's wrong about any of that happening. It's just wrong. It's just uh, like, I, I don't know what a realistic point projection is for Carolina in any game that they play honestly and any game where bryce young's the quarterback and any game on the road where bryce young is the quarterback um if he's going to give you 10 points or 13 points and that's all it's ever going to be then to a certain extent only to a certain extent like i kind of don't care who's hurt <laughs> like if that's what it's going to be on the opposite side because like that's what that matchup is and that's what bryce young's done in every single game that he's played the entire season and uh and he's still facing like the lions pass rush the all the other units are doing really poorly from an injury standpoint like defensive front's still going to be pretty strong so i think it's like sunday let's maybe the market dips a lot on this game because of the injuries for Detroit. If that's true, teaser options open up on Detroit. Lots of other ways to play them potentially open up. Like, let's see what it's like on Sunday. Uh, I, I know this sounds crazy because it's like, well, there's no number where you play Carolina. The way Bryce Young's playing right now, in terms of realistic point spreads we'd see in this game, there is no number where I'd play Carolina in the game. Like realistic numbers, like cool 14. Yeah, I'd bet Carolina in the game. But like that's where that's just like not gonna happen. Just like what we're gonna see, it's gonna be like, do I wanna figure out ways to play now under man Detroit or do I wanna not bet the game? Probably play Detroit, but Sunday, let's see where the market is. I think Ken absolutely nailed it. We'll talk more about this game coming up on Sunday. Would love for the Lions to get into teaser range on Sunday. So we'll talk about this then once we have more clarity on the Lions injury report. Uh, Ken and I will be on Sunday morning, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. All right, we'll move on to the AFC South, Ken, where the Colts host the Tennessee Titans. The point spread market is very interesting, right? Tennessee, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite at Indy. The total here is 43. Uh, for Indianapolis, we have Bernard Raymond, their left tackle, will continue to be out, but they will get back their center, Ryan Kelly. Shaq Leonard is out for Indianapolis, which is bad on defense. Uh, Quiddy Pay is out as well, also not great for the Colts on defense. Jonathan Taylor, despite practicing in full on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, is listed as questionable. Uh, it just feels like something's going on behind the scenes, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out with all the acrimony between Taylor and Chris Ballard, the GM, and the owner, Jim Mersey. Maybe not the head coach, Shane Steichen, but it doesn't really matter. Like, something's going on here. So maybe Taylor plays. Maybe he doesn't. Ergo, his questionable tag on the injury report. For Tennessee, uh, they will get back their first-round pick, offensive lineman Peter Skoronsky. Like, they're going to need him. This offensive line has not been great this season. Traylon Burks is out for Tennessee in the pass-catching group, which means it'll be DeAndre Hopkins, Nick Westbrook-Akine, Chris Moore, and Chigakonkwo 
Catching passes from Ryan Tannehill. Can uh, tight Titans minus two and a half on the road. Forty three is the total at Indy. Yeah, this is uh, a, a game that we talked about like a lot early in the week, and just you know like doesn't have to hit just like the over in the game if the total is going to sit like under 44 uh, and that's how the game's going to be totaled like obviously they play in a dome weather weather not going to be a concern in the game uh the Colts have played four games so far this year uh their week three game the kind of the win that put them on the map the outright win over Baltimore outside in the rain against Baltimore landed 41 to be fair and went to overtime to land 41 the other three games which have been in sort of ideal climates during the Shane Steichen era have landed 52 51 and 52 uh, we also know kind of with like how this offense now looks and how Philadelphia kind of struggled a little bit out of the gate, like Steichen's probably one of those guys. And if it's an offensive head coach who's like that good and he's going to be in games like this with totals like this, uh, then I'm going to play the over. And we played the over in the Colts game last week. I actually needed the Rams to come back to uh, to get the total home, but got there um, and ended up clearing it like pretty easily in the end. Um, and I think we're just going to play Colts overs in like sort of games where there is not an obvious under sort of vibe whether it's weather or like you play the Niners defensive front or something and you know short of those games gonna play the over a lot in Colts games I'm ready to do that in this game too yeah I like the over also we talked about it a lot this week and I have to decide if I want to bet Indianapolis or not I didn't get quite the injury report I was looking I was looking for with Indianapolis I wanted to get like the whole offensive line back against this Tennessee front but I not never Tennessee for me it's just fine ways that I want to bet the Indianapolis Colts I haven't done it yet we'll re we'll address this coming up on Sunday I want to like bring myself to place a bet on on the Colts here in this game but haven't done it just yet so Colts or nothing for me and I'm with Ken on the over you better you bet here with Nick and Ken our bets for week five NFL Sunday. Ken, let's go to South Beach. <laughs> this will be an annihilation, we think. Uh, just can they cover the spread or not? They being Miami. The Dolphins about a 12-point home favorite against my pathetic New York football Giants. The total's been bet down a little bit, Ken, now sitting at 47 and a half. And this is like doomsday scenario for the Giants offensive line, which if you watch them on Monday, just brutalized by the Seattle Seahawks defense, which will, you know, no one will confuse with the 85 Chicago Bears. Left tackle Andrew Thomas, guard Shane Lemieux, and center John Michael Schmitz are all out. They are all out on Sunday, so this is going to be like the backup Giants offensive line, and the starters aren't good when the starters play. Now, Saquon Barkley is listed as questionable, did get limited practices in. I think this is 50-50 at best. Remember, high ankle sprain, tough for skill position players to come back from that. Maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. If he does, like, honestly, it feels like a little early for him to be back. I would be, as a Giants fan, and a, and a better, a little, a little, um, a little, uh, nervous about maybe risk of re-aggravation for Saquon Barkley's injury. For the Miami Dolphins, it looks like Jalen Phillips is going to give it a go, one of their on a, one of their best pass rushers. He practiced in a limited fashion on Friday, listed as questionable. The Dolphins will get back Connor Williams. They missed him last week and could have used him because Buffalo got home on Tua quite a bit. Teron Armstead placed on IR for Miami. He'll miss at least the next four games, so Miami will be without its left tackle going up against what's been honestly like a toothless Giants pass rush. Can the Dolphins 12, 12 and a half point home favorites total 47 and a half keep trying to talk myself into the the dolphins um i i think maybe the number is just right i expect them to win by a lot the statistical matchups in this game are like frightening for the giants uh, we talked about it all week but just to reiterate like the absolute like of many weaknesses there are a lot the one like glaring weakness there are two for the giants one's offensive line maybe that's not exploited like to the degree dallas exploits it or something like that but i mean seattle exploited it so like miami can't exploit it really like vic fangio is their defensive coordinator you know like he's smart and then the biggest thing for me is just the tackling which we saw on monday night like we saw 
who's the tight end for uh, Noah Fant from Drew Locke, like rumbling down the sideline, like six guys missing tackles. Two Broncos cool. castoffs making the Giants look silly. Right. How great is that? Right. So just like, here's like actually the biggest weakness for the Giants, probably. It might even be worth the offensive line. The tackling is like the worst you'll ever imagine. And here's like a team that thrives itself on getting players in space and having the other team miss tackles. It seems like a just insanely good matchup for Miami. Like, to be fair, they're also favored by 12 and a half. And their defensive numbers are really bad, by the way. Like, if you told me the Giants in catch-up mode actually could get to score in this game, you'd be like, well, Daniel Jones would be under pressure. The offensive line's bad. Like, maybe Miami's defense is actually just that bad that the Giants can score in the game. So, like, there's a path here for the Giants to be competitive, I think. And it's like, get down a lot and Miami's defense isn't good and you'll be able to actually score. Um, but I, the market just, I think, kind of has this right water gun to my head i'd lay the 12 and a half the total's probably right too because I, I do think the giants can score a little bit everyone's been able to score on the dolphins so far this year so like i think this is actually just correct i wish i maybe miami but like i don't i don't like everyone thinks something injuries are bad market moves hard in that direction and i'm supposed to show up and be like nope nope still about still value left like when the market's already going up so much so it's probably just the numbers fine I will say, I think if you like the Giants in the game, I think you should bet the over. Because, like, I don't think the Giants can win or, like, keep a low score. Their game. defense. Like, it's just. It's, yeah, they're like, they got, awesome. they got no shot here. Like, they got no shot. They're can like, I, by, aside from the Raiders, this is probably, like, the worst defensive statistical panel you could imagine. You, you ready for this question? And then we'll move on. If Miami's going to be 12 or 12 and a half, do we ever tease the Dolphins down under seven? I mean, I think if you if you're thinking about doing that, you just lay the 12 and a half. You're paying a really, 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 really big tax for those six points. And you're saying, like, I think they're going to win by seven, eight, ten, whatever. Like, if you think that, then like, what's 13 for the tax that you're paying for the T's? Like, you just you're paying a lot to get those six points. Like, if you feel that way and you're like, man, I really like Miami, just like a little too big. I think you should still actually probably just lay the Dolphins in that situation. All right, let's move on to the Saints and the Patriots now in Foxborough. basically picked the winner of the game. Uh, total is 39. Uh, Derek Carr is questionable for New Orleans on the injury report, but like all the Saints beat reporters say that Carr is going to be on track to start, which is great, I think, if you like the New England Patriots like Ken and I do, and I'll let him tell you about it in a second. Juwan Johnson will be out in this game for New Orleans, so you can like script it basically. We'll be on to Jimmy Grant. Yo, maybe I shouldn't play any anytime touchdowns for the Saints, even if like the quote-unquote value is good. If that, I don't think they're really going to score in the game. But anyway, Juwan Johnson's out, so you have him in fantasy. Uh, he's obviously not going to play. Foster Moreau, good to go, so it'll be Moreau and Jimmy Graham as the two tight ends for New Orleans. And for the Patriots, we know Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon are both out, possibly both out for the season. And then the Patriots are doing that thing where like half the roster is questionable on the injury report. I don't even want to read all the names because who the hell knows how this is going to go. So Ken, it's basically pick the winner of the game, Patriots and Saints. Yeah, uh, I like New England in the game and I like the under. I like both of them. Uh, I like the Patriots to win a game similar to how they beat the New York Jets earlier this year. Um, similar style of game, one that you won't want to watch because it'll be a terrible football game. Honestly, I don't know why you'd watch it. I don't know why you'd watch this either. Uh, I do think the Patriots have an advantage because their coaching staff is good and the Saints coaching staff is like the worst in the NFL. So that's a pretty big edge. Um, if Derek Carr is going to play and he's hurt, awesome. I think it like really really limits the saints this is and i say this about teams like they struggle in this area the saints are actually dead last in red zone offense they're the worst and they're playing a belichick defense at their place this is field goal attempts this is struggling this is terrible football honestly these are the kind of games the patriots can win really against really good teams no shot 
these kind of games with a team that can't score in the red zone at all with a limited quarterback and a stupid coaching staff absolutely so um i've been waiting because we kind of thought the saints might close a favorite due to injuries for the patriots that we mentioned i still think that's possible um but i you know small number in the game really like the patriots total 39 39 and a half 40 really like the under the patriots have a ton of issues on offense of their own saints defense is pretty good these are the kinds of games both teams have played when they play teams like each other uh so like the patriots just to win and uh, like the under in the game too like i said earlier in the week Derek carr's pronouns check and down he loves it he's also not healthy like, you like the Patriots in the game? You got to be pumped that the Saints are going to start Derek Carr in this game and not Jameis Winston. It's a terrible move by a bad head coach and, and like, a not-great general manager with New Orleans. Uh, love the Patriots. I actually feel like if you—I shouldn't even say it, but if, like, you don't bet New England after they win the game in an incredibly predictable fashion, you might be saying to yourself, why didn't I bet the Patriots? I hope it goes that way. On the other side, more bets week five in the National Football League. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.